Hello, this is Diksha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 15th of May. India recorded a little over 3,26,000 cases of COVID-19 and more than 3,800 fatalities in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally surged past 2 crore 43 lakh, while the death toll now stands at over 2 lakh 66,000. Globally, COVID-19 has infected more than 161.5 million people, claiming the lives of over 3.35 million. The director of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom, said yesterday that the COVID situation in India remained hugely concerning as several states continued to see a worrying number of cases, hospitalizations and deaths. ANI reported that Prime Minister Narendra Modi chaired a high-level meeting on the country's COVID situation and vaccinations today. After 75 people died over four days due to oxygen supply-related issues at Goa Medical College and Hospital, the Goa Forward Party filed a police complaint yesterday against Chief Minister Pramod Sawant and senior ministers. In Delhi, Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal said today that the capital is finally seeing a drop in new daily cases, reporting 6,500 cases in the past 24 hours. He added that the positivity rate in the capital has dipped to 11%. Oxygen concentrator banks will now be set up in every Delhi district, he added, and home delivery of oxygen would be available for COVID patients isolating at home. The West Bengal government today declared statewide lockdown restrictions starting 6am on Sunday till 6pm on May 30. It also imposed a night curfew which will be in effect from 9pm to 5am. In Tamil Nadu, the government announced that shops selling provisions, groceries and meat would be allowed to stay open only between 6am and 10am from today. A PIL has been filed in the Supreme Court seeking directions to make use of the PM Cares Fund to procure COVID vaccines, install oxygen plants and other essential equipment. Over the past few weeks, at least 12 states have either declared journalists as frontline workers or allowed them to get vaccination on a priority basis. But not in Maharashtra, which is one of the states hit hardest by COVID. Desperate journalists aren't even asking for frontline status anymore. They just want to be allowed to use public transport and receive priority status for vaccines. Around 126 journalists have died in the state due to COVID in the last eight months, but Chief Minister Udhav Thakre still hasn't said a word. News Laundry's Tanishka Sodhi spoke to many of the protesting journalists who told her what their concerns are. You can read her detailed report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, If this is a war, just give us the armour. Why journalists in Maharashtra are protesting. While you're there, I also urge you to check out Meghnath S. and Dhyanesh Vaishnav's latest report on how some news channels have been coming to the Modi government's rescue by resurrecting conspiracy theories about COVID, namely that it's all China's fault. The report is titled, Chinese Bioweapon. News channels revive COVID conspiracy theories to protect Modi. Remember, we are still seeing lives lost every day. An overburdened and underprepared healthcare system that's crumbling. And an acute shortage of oxygen and resources. At a time like this, what should the media be doing? Here's what they shouldn't be doing. Regurgitating conspiracy theories instead of asking the administration tough questions. But this isn't surprising considering a section of the media depends on advertising money from the government and corporates. But we don't. And that's why we are striving every day to bring you the truth through ground reports and video stories. Even this podcast you're listening to right now is all because our subscribers choose to pay to keep news free. 
So, if you want us to continue holding power to account, go to newslaundry.com today and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. The basic subscription starts as low as 300 rupees a month. According to a report by the Reporters Collective, the Union Health Ministry's restricted internal government database on foreign aid received for COVID management has shown that India received over 57.69 lakh medical items till May 4. Of this, more than 3 lakh items had not been allocated as of May 6, which was when the database was last updated. The report said that the procedure to clear COVID-related foreign aid involves a special cell composed of at least 10 senior government officials. The medical aid from 28 countries has been coming into the country since April 25. In contrast, however, the Union Health Ministry said on May 4 that all medical equipment and other material it had received from the global community had already been dispatched to 31 states and union territories. The centre also refuted claims that it had wasted time in effectively allocating and distributing the material. The report noted that a consignment at Delhi's Palam Airport took several days to reach the All India Institute of Medical Sciences, which is just 10 kilometres away. The National Human Rights Commission yesterday issued an advisory to states and union territories calling for a special law to uphold the dignity of the dead. This came amid multiple reports of dead bodies being buried along the banks of the river Ganga or floating down the river itself in Uttar Pradesh, Bihar and Madhya Pradesh. While India does not have specific laws for the rights of the dead, the Commission cited international covenants, court rulings and guidelines to emphasise the need for decent burials and cremations as per religious customs. The human rights body also asked authorities to urgently set up temporary crematoriums considering the large number of COVID-linked deaths and the long queues seen at burial and cremation grounds. Newspaper Dainik Bhaskar reported yesterday that over 2,000 bodies have been found floating or buried in a 1,140-kilometre stretch along the river Ganga. The stretch covers 27 districts in Uttar Pradesh along the river Ganga before it enters Bihar. To know how grave the COVID situation is in UP, read News Laundry's extensive ground coverage filed under the section UP COVID Disaster on our website. An inmate of Uttar Pradesh's Chitrakoot prison yesterday shot dead two prisoners and held five others hostage before being shot down by the police. The Indian Express reported that it was yet to be determined how the inmate got the gun. The police said that all three who died had several criminal cases against them, including charges of murder. The state CM Adityanath directed a three-member team to conduct an inquiry into the matter and file a report. The team comprises Chitrakoot Dham Commissioner D.K. Singh, Inspector General K. Satyanarayan and Deputy Inspector General of Police, Jails, Sanjeev Tripathi. The state government also ordered the suspension of Chitrakoot Jail Superintendent S.P. Tripathi and Jailer Mahindra Pal. The Indian Express identified the shooter as Anshu Dikshit, while the two shot dead were Mukim Kala and Mirajuddin alias Mira. The police have not ascertained Dikshit's motive yet. Torrential rains and winds were reported across coastal Kerala today as cyclonic storm Taute intensified in the Arabian Sea. Houses near the sea were damaged in six districts of the state due to the heavy rain. Hundreds of families from Tiruvananthapuram to Kasargod have been evacuated to government relief camps, the Indian Express reported. The Kerala government has announced red alerts in nine districts. According to the Indian Meteorological Department, the cyclone is expected to become a very severe cyclonic storm in the next 12 hours. 
It is also expected to move north to northwest and reach near the Gujarat coast by Tuesday morning. Over 15 national disaster response force teams have been deployed in five states: Kerala, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, Gujarat, and Maharashtra. According to the IMD, very heavy to extremely heavy rainfall causing flash floods and landslides is expected over the coastal districts of Kerala, Karnataka, and Goa till Sunday. Heavy rains are also expected in Saurashtra and Kutch in Gujarat on Tuesday and Wednesday. YSR Congress MP Kanumuri Krishnamaraju was arrested today by the Andhra Pradesh Crime Investigation Department on charges of sedition. Raju was picked up from his residence in Hyderabad. CID officials said that Raju had delivered hate speeches against certain communities and promoted disaffection against the government. Over the past few months, Raju has been critical of Chief Minister Jagan Mohan Reddy. He had hit out at the chief minister on the alleged mismanagement of the coronavirus crisis, had opposed the introduction of English language in schools, and alleged that Hindu temples in the state were being attacked. His arrest came days after Raju asked a special CBI court to cancel the bail granted to CM Reddy in a 2012 disproportionate assets case. The CBI has also registered two cases against Raju on charges of defrauding banks and a loan default case. Deadly violence continued in the West Bank as Israel's fighter jets hit various targets, including a house in Gaza City where at least 12 Palestinians were killed. The house was in a refugee camp, Reuters reported, and the dead included three children. So far, more than 132 Palestinians, including 32 children, have died in the Gaza airstrikes and about 950 people have been injured. Eight people have died in Israel, including two children and a soldier patrolling the Gaza frontier. The UN also said that more than 200 homes and 24 schools in Gaza had been destroyed or severely damaged in Israeli air raids in the past five days. It also reported that 10,000 residents had been forced out of their homes by the bombardment. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.